One minute to play. Goalie! Throws it down. Another assist from Elijah Bryant. Next on BYU Sports Nation, weekend payoff. BYU basketball unleashes its full offensive arsenal at Santa Clara. Mark Durant breaks down the Cougars' two-game domination last week. Is this version of the Cougars here to stay? Plus, the legend of Taysom Hill grows, and BYU volleyball takes down number one on a revenge tour. Senior middle blocker Price Jarman joins us. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans all over the world. Monday, January 15th, Martin Luther King Day. April will mark 50 years since he was assassinated, his influence continues to inspire and motivate us wherever and however you're dialed in on this holiday. It's great to have you with us. Teamed up with the man who can explain the miracle in Minnesota last night, Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. Man, that was weird, and it featured uh, Cougars and Utes. So Taysom Hill, obviously, in there. He gets credit for a non-blocked punt. <laughs> but he forced the issue to the other side, Jerem. Yes, he did. Uh, Let's be honest; the media is in love with him. When quarter, yeah, and a lot of a lot of girls when he was single too. Uh, when when a quarterback does things that aren't quarterback things, they get all this praise, which just makes me laugh because they're a member of the team too. Oh my gosh, he did something. But what Taysom is doing is pretty cool. It's just contributing in some way, right? No other third string quarterback's relevant in the league. The most relevant third string quarterback in the league. <laughs> I remember watching Taysom yeah. Hill block punts was, seventeen times a season. Yeah, and he's special teams awesome. And then the Utes Marcus Williams doesn't make the tackle at the end. So it was it was kind of a Utes Cougars thing uh last night on Twitter with the fan base. I still can't believe the final play of that game. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like what in the world? The worst possible thing that could happen in that scenario yeah. for the Saints happened. And the best possible scenario happened for, for the, the Vikings. For the Vikings, yes. Goal. That, that was, was awesome with Case Keenum. When, he, when moment, he started that, that wow. was yeah, that unforgettable. Was, and I watched the show Vikings on History, so I was even more into it. it was great. What are they saying? Skull. Skull. S-K-O-L. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a Viking saying, I guess. It's a Viking saying. Yeah. Because they're literally Viking. They're all from Scandinavia, everyone in that stadium. Well, the weather is pretty much the same, right? <laughs> Good grief. I guess so. I was wondering what they were saying, because it kind of sounds like they're saying, go, go. Yeah, they're saying skull. Skull. S-K-O-L. You learn something new every mm-hmm. day. It's time to get educated with the headlines, people. It's your BYU Sports Nation Headlines. BYU men's basketball dismantles Santa Clara 84-50. to Yoli Child celebrated his 20th birthday with 22 points, 13 rebounds, and 8 assists. Two assists shy of a triple-double. Childs believes it is just a matter of time before he gets that triple-double. I, I think I'll get one eventually. My teammates are too good, and I get the ball way too much for that not to happen. I mean, but guys just hit shots. I'm, I'm so lucky to play with the guys I play with, and I'm so lucky to be in the system I'm in. The Cougars moved to 15-4 and four on the season. They were 15-7 and seven last year, keep in mind. 4-2 and two in the West Coast Conference. What a week for Cougars in the NFL, as we mentioned. Taysom Hill, nice showing. Kyle Van Oy as well, plays for the Patriots, had two tackles. As the Patriots do what they do, they're on to another AFC Championship game. They play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Crazy game against Go the Go Jags! 
Man, that was, that was a wild Sunday. And as mentioned, Taysom Hill almost had a blocked punt as the Saints fell to the Vikings on a walk-off touchdown. By the way, first time in NFL history that a touchdown won a playoff game with no time on the clock. Crazy. And how it happened. I'm still just, I can't believe that Marcus Williams was that far off of Stephon Diggs. And he's had a nice uh, season. He's a really good player. For the Saints. Troy Warner tweeted out, hey, he loves Marcus Williams' game. So you kind of feel bad for the guy at at that point. And then you realize he went to Utah. Okay. (laughs) Sixth-ranked BYU Volleyball. Takes down number one, Jerem. The Cougars beat Ohio State yeah. in five sets on Saturday to go 2-0 and over the weekend. Had nice a few win. People, had a few people tweet at me saying, you need to apologize for your lack of faith in the volleyball team, Spencer. Uh, it was merited. Um, yeah, BYU lost there last year and got swept, and it wasn't close. So th- this was a great win for BYU, okay? This was a really nice early season win, third match, uh, fourth match of the season for the Brighams. They go there and they get to win. It's, it's awesome. We're going to talk to Price Drummond coming up. Freshman Gabby Garcia had 19 kills in the win over the Buckeyes. The Cougars also won at 14th-ranked Ball State. Home of Boom Goes the Dynamite. And David Letterman. And Brian Deedy. My home teaching companion who played football there. <laughs> Jimmer had an, uh, Fredette had an impressive showing in the Chinese Basketball Association All-Star Festivities. He took second in the three-point competition, making 19 threes in the final. Who beat him? Was it Stefan Marbury? Or nope. Nope. It was, a, it was a Chinese dude that made okay. 24 points. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. And so he only made eight? I'm just kidding. Fredette also scored 26 in the All-Star game. So a disappointing showing from Jimmer Fredette in the All-Star game. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> because it was sub-30 points. I think we may have buried the lead here in the headlines. Arizona football has hired a new head coach, Kevin Sumlin, the former Texas A&M head coach, mm. headed to Tucson. Well then, BYU will open the season against Sumlin and the Wildcats team in how many days? No. Countdown to the Wildcats. Two twenty-nine. No. Was that your? Broadway version? I don't know. It was good. I like the that. Greatest Showman. I need to see the greatest, it. Uh, yeah, let's go, uh, I need to let's see go it. this afternoon. Let's act like we're still working, like we have a full day, and then let's just go. Is that weird if, you know, a couple of buddies show up, watch The Greatest Showman? Let's go to Zupa's first. <laughs> and let's go to the uh, movie. I don't see anything wrong with this place. <laughs> 229 days until BYU takes on the University of Arizona and their new head coach. At least they have a new head coach, Jerem. That is an important part of a football team. We're that much closer. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Back to Haas. Wide open for three. Got it! BYU blowout. Cougars dominate Santa Clara by 34, and in doing so, beat the Broncos for the 18th time in the last 19 matchups. Maybe that is the biggest and greatest thing you saw all weekend. Let's find out with today's Twitter question, shall we? What is your biggest takeaway from the weekend in BYU sports? Use the hashtag BYUSN. There was a lot of great things. We like just we, went through we a bunch of them. them and, and there were other things, too, that didn't get mentioned. They'll get mentioned later. At CL underscore living. Teams are balling and shots are falling, so I'm more all in. So the greatest takeaway for CL underscore living, or biggest takeaway, is that they are all in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Congratulations. 
A couple of things from Saturday's win for BYU men's basketball specifically. And we preached from these microphones all last week a few things that we just want to point out. This Rammy Umptum. Happened in the last two games, notably on Saturday for point number one. If, if TJ Haas plays well and a true big three are on display, BYU is looking really, really strong. He had 14 points, shot the ball well. Mm -hmm. It has not been the majority of the time for TJ, but the point was the Cougars need him, and if he steps up, they will crush teams like Santa Clara. Oh, yeah, that was that was a uh, take him to behind the shed. That, that, was, that was brutal. Total domination. Yes, and BYU played extremely well. Like you said, TJ House goes 4 of 5 from 3, 5 of 9 from the field, 14 points. First, first four games in league, he didn't score in double figs. Then we talk about how he needs to play better, and poof! Last two. He goes in double figures in both games. So congrats, TJ, for taking it up. It was also nice that uh, my boy Zach Selyus got in double figures. That helped in an one pick. More on that coming up. I was impressed by the way BYU went out on the road and got uh, a nice Saturday win. BYU had not won a Saturday game in the first two Saturdays of competition in, in WCC play. However, Pepperdine and Santa Clara are matchups that BYU's tip played pretty well in. Although Pepperdine had won 4-6 in Malibu, had BYU's number. Those are teams physically that just did not match up well with BYU. But BYU did what they needed to do. They just pounded them. So that's good. Does this mean BYU is going to take second in the league go to the tournament? Not quite, but it was good to see BYU play better, lock it in defensively, make a change with Zach Selyus in the starting lineup so the BYU could spread the floor a little more. And they went 80-plus. They matched up well. They defended well. And they shot especially well in the first half against Santa Clara, which is our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU shot 79% from the field in the first half versus Santa Clara. That is the highest shooting percentage since since 1847 when when the Pioneers entered the Valley. (laughs) Like, I have no idea when the last time BYU shot that high, but that that was incredible. In fact, Santa Clara had two rebounds in the first half. They didn't have anything to rebound. I've never seen a team have that few rebounds. They didn't have anything to rebound. Everything wow. was going in. Rebound that basketball. There, there are no rebounds to be had. So impressive stuff from BYU. 79% is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It's insane. In the membrane. Uh, this just in. You will win a basketball game if yeah. you shoot 79% from the field. BYU's won uh, 6 of 7 in the Levy Center. I mean, the, the, we used to joke, like, there's no way BYU loses this game. And last year, BYU lost, and so now we can't say that. Uh, but that was an impressive performance. And uh, nice job by uh, our coworkers there broadcasting that game on BYU TV. Nice Cougars job. have won 18 of the last 19 against Santa Clara. Well, what is your biggest so, takeaway? So the only one was last, last year, year there. 29-6 and six overall, I think. The BYU wow. uh, yeah, record against That's Santa Clara. That's a lot Clara. of games with them. And that match going, back, BYU was in going the league. back to 1951. Mm. Maybe it is. That was an NIT championship year, Spencer. Maybe it's your biggest takeaway from the weekend in BYU sports. But again, TJ Haas plays well, big three on display, Cougars dominate. And you brought it up. These are not good teams. Definitely bottom half of the West Coast Conference. But BYU is expected to and should dominate these teams, and they did. It was more than what I thought, though. Like, I don't expect 44-point wins. I expect 12-plus point wins. I don't know. 84 to 50, shooting 79% from the field. Let's keep it rolling on Twitter, hashtag BYUSN, and join us, won't you? What is your biggest takeaway from the weekend in BYU sports?
It's winter time. At Broncos Lover, it's amazing what a, B, a great BYU sports weekend does for the soul. Basketball had a great weekend with solid play and outstanding shooting on the women's side, too. Volleyball taking down the number one yeah. team away from home. Outstanding. Gymnastics doing well. They upset 11th ranked California. Really nice performance from gymnastics. A 196 plus. Guard Young had the karma. Absolutely he did. BYU Sports shining bright. Continuing along with the tweet. Time for the blue goggles. Okay. Slow, hey, come on. Come on. S- slow it down. <laughs> but enjoy it. At Kiwi Jackman. Let the winds roll in. Sorry, Taysom Hill. Yeah, that was a bummer, right? I want to see Taysom Hill almost block another punt next week. (laughs) Hey, coming up, the men's volleyball team gets a great win at Ohio State. Senior All-American Price Jarman tells us what this means for the rest of the season. And Mark Durant, big-time lawyer, the guy who used to play basketball at BYU, will join us as well. Was Saturday a breakout game for TJ Oz or just one game? We'll discuss that next. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Hope you're enjoying your holiday, everyone. Our conversation, jumping right now on Twitter, follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Tomorrow night is BYU basketball Dave Rose. Cougars uh, coming off a twofer of wins uh, last week. Gregor Bell hosts the show. It's going to be a fun one. Zach Selyus is the player guest. Use the hashtag Rose Show to send in questions. Or if you're local, you want to come hang out at the show, you can reserve seats on BYUCougars.com slash Rose Show. What is your biggest takeaway from the weekend in BYU sports? At JTracy2511 says it wasn't just that BYU basketball won or BYU in general won. It was the way they did it. Volleyball and gymnastics taking down top teams and both basketball teams playing and winning big. True. The means matter. The end matters the most, but the means matter, and the means were really good for a lot of BYU teams over the weekend. You want to crush teams in the lower half of your conference, and the Cougars had total domination against the Santa Clara Broncos. Joining us now, BYU Radio basketball analyst Mark Durant, good friend of the program, and if you need a lawyer, he's a good guy to call. Mark, welcome back to the program, my friend. Do you like that plug? You should charge him for that. Wow, that's Thank you. I, the, the business is just going to come rolling in now. <laughs> the emails are going to start showing up in a hurry. Phone's going to be ringing, <laughs> so you're welcome for that. Use the promo code BYUSN. <laughs> Save 10% on your first uh, consultation. <laughs> like, they can't say that. <laughs> Mark, uh, what a trip to Santa Clara. BYU shoots 79% in the first half. What was your number one takeaway from the game as you watched courtside? Well, it was just, it was really fun. I mean, uh, you have those kind of nights, you shoot the ball like that. I mean, BYU is shooting like Jerem Jordan and Ward ball. I mean, they couldn't miss. And uh, so that makes it fun. I mean, I think I haven't seen a lot of smiles from the guys on the court very often the last couple of weeks. And they, and I saw a lot and it was just kind of fun to have a game like that. Now, why did they shoot that? Well, uh, you know, you wish you could kind of bottle it. I think part of it was because Yoli was so good early and the defense had to focus so much on him and suck down on him that left some shooters open and Elijah hit some and then TJ got going and then it's it's contagious. It really is. And you just feel like you can't miss. And it was fun to fun to watch. So if you shoot like that, uh, you're going to win games, no, no question. And then they followed it up in the second half with a with pretty amazing defensive effort. So you had... Two two of your best games on each side of the floor, and 
Playing Santa Clara helps a little bit. They're not very good, but uh, not notwithstanding that, they they played just uh, about as good as you can play in a lot of aspects in that game. Yoli Manchilds uh, had 22 points, 13 rebounds, and eight assists. Santa Clara had a hard time defending him. Yet the best defender for Santa Clara was Dave Rose, as he pulled Yoli Childs out and <laughs> joked to them that he took him out on his birthday, two assists short of a triple double. He'll never forget that. Should he have kept Yoli Childs in, Mark, to get that triple double? Well, Yoli might be a little upset. I, if it was me, I, you know, it takes me about five games to amass a triple double. So I would have been pretty <laughs> happy just uh, <laughs> that I was having that good of a game. But Yoli's playing great uh, recently, and you know he's so he's 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 smart too. I mean, once he hit some shots, they had to really send some guys at him, and then he was a great passer out of that, and I uh, got. Got his other guys involved, and so he's un- unselfish and uh, smart player. Yeah, I mean, I was a little mad at Coach Rose. I'm like, <laughs> triple doubles don't come around every day. You got a big guy about to do it, and that's even more rare. And let's let's uh, let's get it to him. I said to Greg, you know, if if the only passes you the ball, you better shoot. And, and Dave Rose uh, took him out after that. But you know, Dave <laughs> Dave's certainly not concerned uh, about that. And uh, and I don't think Yoli is overwhelmed. Some guys are more, you know. Some guys, they they, they their radars up. They know when they're getting close to things. And I don't know that Yoli's that necessarily that type of guy. And I don't think it's bad to be that type of guy. Uh, I, I think it would have been fun to see Yoli get that. But uh, I don't think he's losing any sleep about it. Had just such an amazing game, and I think he's pretty content with that. Mark Durant with us on BYU Sports Nation. T.J. Haas doesn't score in double figures the first four games of conference. We bring that up, and he scores 10 against Pepperdine in a dominant win, and 14, he looked really sharp, made four three-pointers. Why or why not do you feel like we will see more of this T.J. Haas moving forward? Well, I think why is because uh, we've seen a lot of that in the past, and so I think that's that's who he is, and I think the way he has been playing is is not who he is. It's below what we should expect and what he can do. So, uh, you know, I, I went to shoot around. He looked really good. Uh, and, I, you know, it's, it's weird. Uh, I can kind of tell, and I'm not, it's not 100% right, but I can kind of tell where a guy's at just by watching him shoot around and sh- in, you know, before the game. And, and, and TJ is one of the best shooters you'll ever see. But in other shoot-arounds I went to, I mean, he's just shooting uh, open practice three-pointers and, he's not making them and you can see it in his eyes that it's just uh, like, what is going on? Why can't I make these? And, and before the game against Santa Clara, he was making every shot and looking really confident. And you could see the confidence in the first shot. Cause the first shot was contested off the dribble two pointer, very difficult. And he nailed it. And that, that's, that's a shot. That's a measure of your confidence. And once he hit that one, uh, you knew he was going to have a nice night and he hit a couple threes. Now, uh, I I hope that confidence can continue because he's the he's the third guy on the scouting report now. So people have to focus everything they have on Yoli and Elijah. So he's going to have opportunities, and if he's not making two or three threes a game and shooting above forty percent from three a game, then that's a problem because he's going to have the opportunities, and he's a good, really really good player. So uh, that that shouldn't be too hard for him to do. 
Uh, and you see, uh, you know, obviously a lot of people had good games, but you see how good BYU can be when uh, TJ is playing well. Uh, he was a big part of why BYU had such a nice game the other night. And I, I, I fully expect that this will continue for TJ and he'll get back to the guy that I know he is and the player I know he is because uh, it's, it's not the normal for him to not to, I mean, th- that game, Santa Clara, that's the normal. And so we should expect to see that from him going forward. And if, if he does, BYU's in great shape. If he doesn't, it's going to be a struggle to to have any hope of winning a conference or a conference tournament. Mark, uh, Dave Rose made a rotation switch in the starting lineup with Zach Selyus. He put him in Thursday and Saturday, wanting to spread the floor, wanting to draw the defense out a little bit. I think BYU was going to beat Pepperdine and Santa Clara handily anyway, but what kind of difference did you see in that lineup for the Cougars? Well, it helps to start the game. It helps, you know, BYU's been a very good second half team, but times they've struggled in the first half and teams have stuck around like, you know, the Pacific game, we got down in the Pacific game. And so I think Dave wants to start a little bit better. And what Zach does is he's, you know, he's a shooter at that four spot. He's pretty nifty in the paint as well. He's shown to be pretty adept inside with his inside moves, which has surprised me. I know he's worked hard on it, but, but if he's on the floor at the four and he goes out to the three point line, they have to guard him. So they have to send a guy out there. And that's like, it's like if uh, Yoli Childs is posting up on Spencer there on your little TV set, you know, he gets the ball. Jerem is right there with him. So Jerem can come over and help and it clogs up, clogs up the paint. And so that's kind of how it is with Luke. Luke's not a three point shooter. So he, you know, if he's down there, two guys can guard Yoli and still guard Luke. But if uh, Jerem has to go out to guard the, the cameraman, then it's uh, it's Yoli against Spencer, and that's not a good matchup. And, it, and Yoli's going to dunk on Spencer, and they get no help. So that's what it does is uh, Zach forces guys to, that four man to come out, and then Zach's a really good high-low passer. And Yoli able to seal his man and just dump, dump it over the top. And that, that's what happened in that in the first few minutes of that Santa Clara game, and Yoli had 12 points is – you know, it's just Zach popping out and then hitting Yoli down low, and it's one-on-one. And, uh, and then by the time they start sending other guys to help, they're, you have to send off uh, off perimeter guys to help on, on Yoli, which leaves three-point shooters open. So it really spreads the floor, gives Yoli room to operate, gives cutters room to come off of Yoli. And uh, so to me, it's a smart move. Can you do it against every team all the time? I don't think so. Uh, but uh, I think it's a good way to get BYU going early and Yoli going early offensively. Uh, and you give up some things defensively too. I mean, it's not, uh, there's reasons why you don't do it. And Zach had some trouble with uh, their, their four man driving to the hoop early, but, but I think overall it's a, a smart move and it really opens up uh, the floor and, and helps Yoli get off to a good start. And so I, I think we'll see more of it. Perhaps Jason Shepard is the Zach Selyus where he spreads the floor for BYU Sports News. <laughs> Maybe. I've seen Je- Jason Shepard's shoot. You don't want him on the three-point line. Jason's more of a football player than a, than a shooter. <laughs> Mark Durant with us on BYU Sports Nation, breaking down the current edition of BYU basketball, coming off two wins last week against Pepperdine and a very impressive performance against Santa Clara. Now the Cougars turn the page to a couple of home games against LMU, who just knocked off San Francisco, and the San Diego team that is much improved and has had some impressive wins on the road, notably at New Mexico State uh, and at Colorado. Mark, what do you expect BYU to do in their two home games this week against LMU and that improved San Diego team? 
Well, like any good team, I expect you to win at home. I fully expect BYU to win the game. I think LMU is a game that they should absolutely win. San Diego is playing much better, but it seems to me, even though they're still winning, that they've struggled a little bit more recently, but they're an excellent defending defending team, defend the three-point line, a lot like St. Mary's. But, uh, you know, if it was at Jenny Craig, I would say uh, this is going to be a problem. But uh, I think in the Merritt Center, uh, coming off that nice week this past week, uh, and if, if, you know, TJ can continue to play well, and I, I just think things are trending really nicely for BYU they're in a good spot, and I think at home uh, that they'll be able to take care of business, and uh, and then we'll see what happens next week uh, on the road at uh, St. Mary's. But but yeah, I mean San Diego certainly much improved, and if you want to have but if you want to have any hope of even sticking around close to those you know Gonzaga and St. Mary's up at the top, you better take care of business at home. And uh, I, feel, I I think BYU will. I just think they're they're playing good basketball right now, both offensively and defensively, and, and you're playing in the merit center. I think they'll get it done. What tactically or schematically does BYU need to do in the next couple of games to get ready for St. Mary's? Or do you think BYU is in, in decent shape? Well, the question is with St. Mary's, you got Jock Landale down low. I mean, he's amazing. And I think he was 13 or 15 the other night uh, and had 30-something points. And so – what do you do with St. Mary's? I mean, if you if you want to stop Jock, then you you you'd monster him, you double team him, and and try and take him away, and then you're leaving uh, their three point shooters open. So you just have to decide, you know, we're going to get beat by the three or beat by Jock. And I I think BYU's strategy last time was let's just go straight up with Jock, let him get thirty, and then get the other take away the the shooters, and it worked really really good until about four minutes left in the game. So. I don't know if BYU is going to go away from that strategy, but uh, listen, the, the, the St. Mary's is so good because you can't strategize. And they've got they, they spread the floor like I was talking about BYU doing. They got great shooters, and they got one of the best big men in the country. So uh, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do other than try and play really well yourself, try and hit your shots, and uh, see what happens. But it's going to be a, a, a huge challenge to win there. But but unlike in years past, I think it's reasonable to think BYU can. Um, and uh, and they're in a better position this year than they have been to do it. But it's going to be it's going to be tough. I mean, they've they've got it going, and uh, I don't want to beg off till next year. But they'll lose their, you know Nar and Hermanson and, and Landell, and they'll be a little bit easier. But when you got three seniors that are that good on that team, that's that's tough. Mark, I feel the same way about this season. Given what BYU has done, their chances to win in Moraga certainly feel higher than they did last year. Great stuff, my friend. Uh, we'll do it again soon. Mark Durant, you're a future sponsor of BYU Sports Nation. I can put you down for that, right? <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, fellas. See you. Mark Durant on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Coming up. Did we nail all of our and one picks again? Plus, Price Jarman in studio after win at number one Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And was TJ Haas' performance against Santa Clara, four made three-pointers, five of nine shooting, a big deal or no deal? This is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back on a Monday, on a holiday. BYU Sports Nation back to work. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio. 
simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. Special programming note headed your way now. Yeah, tomorrow the uh, new president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the new prophet, President Russell M. Nelson, uh, will have a press conference tomorrow during the time in which we would be on the air. So what's going to happen with us, and that uh, starts, by the way, at noon Eastern. Uh, there's, uh, is going to go for you know, an hour, hour and a half or so. Uh, and then we, so we will be live not at noon Eastern, but at 7 Eastern tomorrow for Super Tuesday. Live BYU at 7 Eastern, BYU basketball at Dave Rose at 8 Eastern. So lots uh, going on on BYU TV tomorrow. Okay, so no live BYUSN at noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain tomorrow. Yes. But we will have a live show at 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain. So we get the morning off. All right. Is this the first time we've not had a show in the morning in a long time? I think so. Maybe ever? I think ever. Ever. Since we launched the show, I think this is the first time in a regular business day that we have not done. Yeah, in a non-holiday Holiday, yeah. We have not done a morning show. Yeah. How about that? And we're going to do it at 5 yeah, o'clock. I'm, gonna, so I'm staying up late tonight. Prime, prime time, man. I'm, I'm going to re- red box a couple movies tonight, baby. <laughs> Binge watch we're, some on Netflix. We're in the prime time. Yes. Just get ready for Super Tuesday, and it will be a Super Tuesday. Refreshing today's BYUS and headlines. Cougar Hoops dismantling Santa Clara by 34 points, 84 to 50. Yoli Child celebrated his 20th birthday with a near triple-double, 22 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists. Cougars now 15-4 and four overall on the season, 4-2 and two in the West Coast Conference. Cougars in the NFL. Kyle Van Noy had two tackles as the Patriots move on to the AFC Championship game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Taysom Hill almost had a blocked punt as the Saints fell to the Vikings on an incredible finish for the Skull men. <sighs> Tackling. Sixth-ranked BYU Volleyball takes down number one. The Cougars finally beat Ohio State yeah. in Columbus in five sets on Saturday. They go 2-0 and over the weekend. Freshman Gabby Garcia had 19 kills in the win over the Ohio State. Cougars also won at 14th-ranked Ball State. Great win. We'll talk to Price Drummond coming up, middle blocker for the Cougars. And Jimmer Fredette had an impressive showing in the CBA All-Star festivities. Fredette took second in the three-point competition, making 19 three-pointers in the final in China. And Fredette also scored 26 points in the All-Star game. You know what time it is, right, Jerem? Yes. And one. Picks, predictions, and one on BYU Sports Nation. Hey, We're hey, two games hey, into this. Hey, hey. And both Jerem and myself feeling pretty good. Hey, we're good at this. You're new to the program, and one features two picks for each BYU basketball game. The first worth two points. The second is worth one, just like the old school three-point play. The basketball. And one. All right, Jerem, update us. Okay, my two-pointer for Santa Clara. I said Santa Clara will score 63 or fewer. Swish! Broncos scored 50. Uh, Totally got that one. And one. My one point. Yeah, I got it. BYU will have four players scoring double figures. It required Zach Selyus scoring late in the game for me to get this. Yoli, Yoli Child, don't call me Yoli Bryant. Zach Selyus, Elijah Bryant, and TJ Haas all scored 10+. plus. Yeah, your last pick went down to the final two minutes. That's the only thing I was interested in at the end of the game. <laughs> and I is, got it. Is Zach going to score a bucket? I was watching it with a friend. I was like, Zach needs to make this. Yeah, and he missed, he missed a shot yes. that would have gotten you there. But... He came through for you. Got it. And a boy, Zach. All right, my two-pointer. BYU will hold Santa Clara to 42% shooting or less. I was a little worried early on because they shot oh, the ball They made well. their first, like, four or five shots? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this could not be good. <laughs> 
Then they missed 17 shots in a row in the second half. They didn't have a field goal for 12 and a half minutes. They missed 17 straight shots. My wife was like, I feel so bad for them. I just, at this point, I am pleading for a shot to go in. Holy cow, 34%. Life roots for Santa Clara, that's good to know. And my and one, I said Yoli will outscore Eli on Saturday. Yay! All right. Is that Ralph Wiggum? Who is that? I don't know. Yoli Chance had 22 banana. points. Eli Bryant scored 14. <laughs> two for two. Jeremy and I on the season, four for four. And that gives us six points apiece. And then we'll read Jason's. They don't count, like, the points in whose uh, line is it anyways, but we'll read them. Two-pointer. Celius will be the third-leading scorer behind Yoli and Eli. Oh, no! That's right, Greg. Celius was fourth in scoring. Nope. And one, a.k.a. the Carlos Boozer special. Yes. And one! BYU wins by 10+. plus. That was super weak. That was so weak. Super weak. Jason, don't bring that weak sauce into the paint, dude. <laughs> We're going to hack you on your way to the rim, man. Come on. 10+. plus. Come on, go 20+. plus. Child, please. Childs, please. Go 20+. plus. Say the two guys that have or at know, least go a little se- bit conservative in our own picks. You got to go 17+, plus in that situation, at least. What was the line on that game? I never saw. I didn't look before the game. Let's. Uh, I would guess it was probably BYU by 15 or 16 because yeah. it was a road game. Yeah. Gonzaga's beating fools by like 30 in league, by the way. And how does it feel when you do that? Because BYU did it on Saturday. Ugh. It feels pretty good. All right. Speaking of what BYU did against Santa Clara and notably the Ginger Mamba, we now move to Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal. No Presented by Utah Valley Convention and Visitors Bureau. Bring everyone together at visitprovo.org. It's definitely a big deal. Ben Bagley, what do you have for us at number one? Well, we'll start with the Ginger Mamba. Big deal, no deal. TJ Haas's breakout game against Santa Clara. Big deal. I wouldn't call it a breakout game, though. He did go four or five. He, he, he hit threes. He shot with confidence. I think the big deal is the way he played, not the numbers per se. He played loose. He's good off the dribble for that two-pointer. I liked him taking, uh, in this offense, more of a reckless kind of shot. It was a big deal. A shooter needs confidence. He had confidence. That was on display. I know it was only 14 points, but it seemed like TJ was starting to finally find his groove within this offense in the games against Pepperdine and Santa Clara. Like, it is an adjustment period for him to not always have the ball in his hands, right? Yeah, he's playing the two as a starter. This is a big deal for him to do this in a new role. Number two. Big deal, no deal. Dave Rose being the best defender on Yoli Childs on Saturday, keeping him from a (laughs) triple-double. This is a big deal. Yoli Childs was two assists away. Dave Rose trying to protect Yoli. It's a blowout. BYU's winning this game by 34 he doesn't need to play or get this. I, I, like, do I miss Kyle Collinsworth passing the ball to someone? Everybody, shoot it! You know, a, like a little bit, although it was kind of annoying at times once the game. I don't know. Triple doubles are cool, but they're not so cool that you want to risk your child's health. Yeah, and that's why I say it's no deal. Had it been nine assists? Yes. Okay. Now it's like, okay, come okay. on, man. But there's no guarantee that Yoli Childs gets two more assists even if he plays the re- remainder of the game. I don't know. Did you see the Santa Clara defense? <laughs> Yes, I did see it, but there's still no guarantee, and it was two away. One away, I'd be like, oh, come on. It would be awesome on your birthday, though. Two away. He still had a fantastic birthday. Right, but a (sighs) triple-double. He still had a fantastic birthday. No deal for me. Number three. Big deal, no deal. Men's volleyball getting revenge on Ohio State. It's a big deal. I would have taken this the last two Mays, but I'll take it any time it comes. The win at Ohio State. 
fantastic, especially eight days off of a loss at home to a team that BYU should have beaten in Loyola, Chicago. I think it gives this team some confidence. And guess what? The tournament has expanded. There's only one at-large team. If BYU needs that in their at-large pocket, they've got it. A oh, win at chalk number it one up. Ohio State, yeah. fantastic. Chalk it up as a big win in the eyes of the committee, the three-person committee. Yeah, it's a huge committee. <laughs> yes, this is a big deal. BYU beat Ohio State in Columbus, the reigning national champions. Back-to-back years, the team they had lost to twice in a row in the final. Yes, it's a big deal because it just proves that this year this BYU team they feel like they can beat the best team in the country because they just did it on their home floor. Yeah, it's a big deal. Number four. Last one, big deal, no deal. Speaking of slumping, Jimmer Fredette not winning the Chinese Basketball Association three-point shooting contest. No deal, who cares about three-point shooting contests? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say no deal just because I said 100% Jimmer would win it and I don't want to... (laughs) You said that, Brenna? Drag it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was give- Ben and Jason were giving me a hard time because I was the downer during uh, What's the Chance on Friday's show. And they're like, who is this person? What, yeah. what happened to Spencer? What I, I was gone, the so optimism? you took on that role. So, I, yeah, I filled in for you. <laughs> and so, finally, I was like, fine, I'll put on the blue goggles. 100% Jimmer wins the three-point contest. He took second. Coming up, what is the Spiral Tropical Bowl? I don't know. And how sweet is revenge? Let's ask a guy that actually won the match, Price Jarman, senior middle blocker, next. Big Deal No Deal is sponsored by the Utah Valley Convention and Visitors Bureau. Bring everyone together. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. It is hashtag thank you MLK50 day, and we hope you are enjoying the holiday. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern, though that will switch tomorrow. Tomorrow we do not have a show at noon Eastern time uh, due to uh, LDS uh, Church President Russell M. Nelson. Uh, holding a press conference and talking. So we will be live at 7 Eastern tomorrow, followed by BYU Basketball with Dave Rose at 8 Eastern. So a live afternoon edition, which is normally reserved for breaking news or special events. So tomorrow, a special event. Yeah, it's going to be a loaded primetime for you, man. A little live edition. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm going to. Then you run to yeah. uh, the control room and produce the show. Oh, We've got tons of great people around here. I just walk in. Everyone does their thing. It's all good truth we do work with great people what is your biggest takeaway from the weekend in BYU sports that laser sheep tweets in BYU volleyball had as good of a weekend as is possible with the exception of sweeping both opponents when you're beating the best it usually means you're the best amazing win over the Ohio State on Saturday see how high BYU climbs in the uh, relevant polls where are you going to vote him in the media poll Jerem you vote in the off the block media poll I know you've studied this out in your heart and mind not really. <laughs> I'll think about it this afternoon. Stand by on that. Joining us now, a member of the BYU men's volleyball team, fresh off that win, senior middle blocker for the currently sixth-ranked Cougars, Price German. Price, welcome back to Studio oh, B. Thanks. Hey, man, the final point goes down in Columbus. What was that moment for you like when you finally got number one ranked Ohio State? Um, I mean, it was uh, a big win for us. Um, I try not to... 
like think more of it than than what it is. You know, they don't they don't hand out trophies for winning thing, games in January. But uh, it was it was important for us as a, a way to kind of gauge where our progress is at. Um, that you know that started in the fall and has come until now. Felt great to to win in that gym after after last May for sure. But um, after a little bit of, of celebration, it was kind of just right back to business because got a long season ahead still. You do it eight days after losing to Loyola Chicago at home. Um, so what did that mean? Because you guys had to regroup quickly. Um, you know, we have uh, kind of a new team this year. I mean, we do have uh, a handful of veterans, uh, but the the dynamic shifts definitely when you have a couple of All-Americans graduate. Luckily, we've had some amazing players uh, fill their shoes um, who we're super excited about, uh, but there's a lot of lessons to be learned. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, we're just we're just learning those lessons, and uh, it would appear learning them fairly quickly, which is good. Let's uh, get your perspective on some of those guys that are filling big shoes, notably Gabby Garcia, who comes in and is a young high riser. What do you think of his play thus far? Gabby's the man. Um, he's such a fun person to play with, uh, wonderful teammate, great human being, uh, brings just a ton of just like quiet confidence that you wouldn't necessarily expect from a 19-year-old, uh, especially who is living in a pretty foreign environment coming from Puerto Rico. Um, but he's just been absolutely lights out for us. And um, even aside from, even if the numbers didn't show it, which they do, just um, all the little things he does for us as a team are, are really, really big for us. I'm more comfortable with BYU Volleyball having a Puerto Rican on the court. I just <laughs> am. It's part of the history, you know what I mean, with yeah. Josue Rivera and Hector LeBron and Asi Antonetti and all these guys. So it's great. Then Storm Fagata Tafunga, he's growing up quickly as well. He's another outside hitter. Yeah, Storm has been great for us. Storm's got a little bit more of a shy personality, uh, if you've ever uh, talked to him. Uh, but again, just a uh, super athletic kid, super talented volleyball player. And uh, little by little, we're seeing him come out of his own shell as well and, and perform really well for us. Price, I feel like we were just talking to you as a freshman. And here you are. You're one of the wily veterans. How has your role changed and developed now that you are a senior? Um, I mean, when I when I first started out, I was just kind of that angry freshman with a chip on his shoulder, just <laughs> doing everything I could to to try to see the floor. Um, and I'm still pretty angry when I play, <laughs> which is kind of what fuels me. I'm I I, I play with a lot of. Uh, competitive spirit is probably the nice way to put it um and so my I don't think my like personality has changed but I do have to spend more time uh during matches kind of helping some of our younger guys get recentered. you know just helping them remember what their blocking assignments are um helping kind of bring them back to the moment um rather than getting distracted by everything that's going on around them BYU put in a new TerraFlex court. This is it, it, it's it's not sports court. It's a, a different type of court, but it's the same that the World League uses and the Olympics use. What do you think, man? It's been like a week and a half. It's amazing. It's like I, I wish I wasn't a senior. <laughs> we get we get all the best stuff in, in my last year, you know. But the, it's absolutely unreal. We love it. The, the the bounce is still there too, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it doesn't for its bounce. It doesn't feel any different than like jumping off a wood floor. Um, there's just a little bit more give when you're landing so it's nice on your knees and uh it looks great uh it feels great I don't know it's just it's it's super fun to play on I love it right now because there's no three-point lines on there yeah for intramural basketball well, so it looks better it's purely the, a volleyball court. they don't even bring the hoops out in there anymore yeah the, the, and maybe they won't who knows 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they'll ever play basketball on that court again. <laughs> Let's not, dude. Even though Bill Russell played on that court in the 50s, like it's like hollowed ground. And, you know what I mean? and John Stockton, I think, used to play pickup basketball there. I know, I know guys who played pickup basketball with him. Nice. <laughs> in the field house. In the, in the field house, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, know, I know Jabari Parker. Home of West Coast Conference you know I mean? legends. Yeah. 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 Listen, Smith that's a volleyball house. court, though. Because this is a volleyball school, Spencer. <laughs> it's truth right now. It absolutely right, it is. Totally is. Price, who has the biggest personality on the team right now? Biggest personality. Um, we got a lot of goofy freshmen. You know, they're they're super funny kids, and I think our youngest. I I turned twenty five the week after he turned eighteen. So to give you a little, <laughs> a you're little, that guy. I'm, I'm I'm the old man. Me and Leo um, are significantly older than everyone else, but. Um, just kind of the collective freshman group and all of their just antics and um, they're just fun kids to be around. Um, I, I can't even pick like one out of the group though. That's when you know there's a lot. Let's <laughs> let's finish with this. Karch Karai, like the Michael Jordan of volleyball, he's the USA women's coach. He was hanging out, um, you know, like a week and a half ago. Yeah. What's it like to have Karch Karai at practice? Are you like aware? You're like, oh, did Karch see that kill? Um. I definitely saw a little bit more focus from some of the young guys. You could see they kind of sat up a little straighter and uh, or stood up a little straighter. And um, we had a really great practice those days that Karch was there. I mean, I saw him basically every day over the summer because um, when I was training with Team USA, the women were also in the same gym, you know, just on different courts. Old hat for you. I mean, <laughs> but, like, you know, the kind of the, the starstruck feelings had kind of faded at that point. But, I mean, he's – he gave us a ton of good feedback, uh, which is nice because he's a Bruin, you know, so you wouldn't expect him to want to help us. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> but uh, um, I think he was texting John Sparrow the whole time, just like, all right, this is what they're running, you know. Sure, but only swings this direction. <laughs> yeah. You're in trouble, John. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was already just giving away all our secrets, you know. But, uh, no, but it was, it was awesome to have him there, and um, he gave us a lot of good feedback and um, I think helped us get better even just being there for one day. Steve Vale was giddy because we interviewed him. <laughs> but, like, starstruck, legit. It's hard it not was, to be in that moment. It was for, awesome. For a yeah. guy like Steve from a volleyball oh, history yeah. and family. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was fun. Price, thanks for coming in, man. No problem. Congratulations again on the big win. Have you signed? I know you signed our original. Like, has he signed the, I this edition? I can't the remember. Let's have you sign it anyway. Even right. if you, Is that all right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. already now, signed now, it. Now, here's what's at stake. Uh, Yoli Childs has the tallest signature there. Okay? Do you want to equal him or go higher? Because you're 6'9". He could probably eat me, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right, Price Jarman signing the flag in Studio and B. And BYU plays Barton uh, Friday and Saturday. We have Friday's match on BYU TV at 9 Eastern, by the way. Friday. Coming up, the latest with Kyle Collinsworth. Back in the NBA? Also, a couple of Cougars playing in a bowl game over the weekend. How does that work? Viral Tropical Bowl? What is that? BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to today's guests, Mark Durant and Price Jarman. If you missed any of the show on the holiday, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Coming up this week, Blaine Fowler and a new Between the Lines with Lauren McLean. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Cougars took it to Santa Clara Saturday night at the Levy Center, 84-50. The Cougars moved to 15-4, 4-2 the league. Cougars in the NFL. Kyle Van Noy had two tackles as the New England Patriots move on to the AFC Championship. Yawn. They'll host the Jacksonville Jaguars. Taysom Hill almost had a blocked punt. 
as the Saints fell to the Vikings, given the coverage you'd have thought he blocked it. But Volleyball. The, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hey, whatever. They, Minnesota beat yeah. New Orleans. We're going to start reporting on almost things as well, by the way. Sixth-ranked BYU men's volleyball beats number one Ohio State on the road. Great win. They also beat 14th-ranked Ball State on the road the night before. Jimmer! Fredette had an impressive showing in the CBA All-Star game. Took second in the three-point competition, scoring a 19 in the final round. Fredette also scored 26 points in the All-Star game. Women's basketball. Cougars beat Santa Clara as well, 65-47 on Saturday, thanks in part to sophomore Brenna Chase's career-high 23 points and seven rebounds. Football. Tooney Knooch and Micah Hanneman participated in the Spiral Tropical Bowl. What? Hanneman had a tackle in the game. What is that? NFL scouts are watching. Whatever. Cougars overseas. Are they watching the Spiral Tropical Bowl? Eric Mika, 17 points, six boards, two assists, and a win over Jonathan Tavernari's team. Dinamo Sassari. Tavernari didn't play. Is he hurt? I think he's hurt. Kalani Purcell had four points and 13 rebounds and a loss to the Townsville Fire. Track and field. Cougars hosted the BYU Indoor Invitation over the weekend. Results from the meet decide who will travel with the team this season. Whitney Orton finished first in the mile. Four minutes, 49 seconds, sub five hundredths. One of the top times Woo. in the nation. Swimming and diving. The Cougars swept the two diving events, but fell overall to Grand Canyon in a dual meet Saturday afternoon. Cougars in the NBA. Kyle Collinsworth signed a 10-day contract with the Mavericks. We thought he might. In his second game with the Salt Lake City Stars, LJ Rose had two points, two rebounds, and two assists in a loss against Fort Wayne. Gymnastics. Cougars upset 10th-ranked Cal in the 2018 home opener, 196.025 to 194.350. 196 is amazing. In meet number two. Wow. Like, and and Cal had a 194. You yeah. want to build to something like that? Like, yeah. And BYU was hitting the 196 late Very in the nice. season? Hey, early season, I'll take it. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter Dexter. Help when you need it most, DexterLaw.com. Lots of great performances, but none better, in my opinion, than BYU men's volleyball winning at number one Ohio State. Nicely done. You're such a volleyball homer. Jim. Oh, yeah. It should be, right? Our elite tweet of the day. Biggest takeaway from a winning weekend. At USU Coog 11, the dominant performance by BYU basketball was the ice cream. The win over the Ohio State was the sauce, and gymnastics upset was the cherry on top. Perfect weekend for Jeremiah Spencer. Shout out to Martin Luther King.